Welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Before we get started, please do me a favor. For those of you who enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Spotify, all the major platforms, like the podcast, leave a review. That helps us get out to more viewers and listeners. It's extremely helpful. Go on the YouTube, Two Cents Worth podcast on YouTube. You can listen to it there as well. And uh Leave a comment, like it, all of that is extremely helpful for us here at Two Cents Worth. Now, on to the show. I'm back after a couple of weeks off, uh, back from a family trip. Um, Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the summer recap. The kids go back to school next week. Summer break, let's call it, is officially over for my kids, which means summer break is officially over also for me. Though summer still has one more month left, it's officially over uh, as... We transition back into a more regiment schedule with school, sports. We have the oldest playing soccer, the youngest playing baseball, all of those things going into the fall. And uh, so want to go over what we did this summer, um, some of the highlights, and my thoughts on them, my two cents worth, as you might say. So summer started... Uh, summer break. Well, let's just call it summer break because calling it summer, again, we still have a month left of summer, but for the last two months, starting in late June, here is what we did. So late June, middle of June, the kids got off of school. Late June, we did a um, vacation down to Isle of Palms, South Carolina, which is Charleston, which if you've listened to a lot of our episodes, one of our favorite places not only as a family, but as a couple, Lindsay and I got married in Charleston. It is very near and dear to our hearts. I talk about things to do in Charleston in previous episodes. To me, wonderful location, so much to do. I've talked about the Kiowa member guest tournament, all these things on, on the, uh, the channel here. So um, we went down to Isle of Palm for the second year in a row for summer vacation at the beach. We got a beachfront condo. That was on the Wild Dunes property. Fantastic, quiet, I I don't want to call it secluded, but it really kind of is because you have to go through the gates to get in. So you don't have these massive crowds on the beach. There's a lot of room, a lot of families, a lot of people um, just like you, right? So kids our age, Nolan, my oldest, met a, a couple of kids from Raleigh, North Carolina, played soccer with them a few nights on the beach, and and that's kind of how we kicked off summer. Uh, Late June, whole week down there, it was fantastic. We had great weather. The condo was fantastic. Like I mentioned, it was beachfront, second story. Um, Our view was right out to the water, hence beachfront, hello. Um, But it was great, and we did a lot of things. We explored Charleston uh, a few days. 
we went into downtown. We walked through downtown, went and had uh, lunch. We did the um, the aircraft carrier that's out there on, um, oh, geez, Patriots Point. I almost lost it right there. Patriots Point. And, and for everyone, that was our first time. So of all the years that I've lived in the Charlotte area, which is now going on 20, I'm, 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 I've lived here 24 years. Um, and been down to Charleston almost yearly, sometimes more than once a year. Never been to the aircraft carrier, never did it. And it was everyone's highlight of the trip. Um, everyone thought it was really cool. My youngest son is really big into um, ships and planes and, and all of those things and cars, anything that has a motor uh, and can move and do all of that type of stuff. That's what he's into. That's what seven-year-old boys are into. Uh, and so that's what he uh, he loved it. He was so interested in it, getting to see all the planes. Not so much of the history of everything, but we, you know, you do a walking tour of it. And really just thought it was really cool. So we did that. We explored Shem Creek, had lunch there one day. We did um, not Fort Sumpner. Oh, man, I should have looked some of these things up, but we're going to go along. Um, it was in Sullivan's Island, Fort Moultrie. It's a national historic park. We did that one day. So we kind of did some touristy things. We did the beach a few days. We went into downtown Charleston, walked around, had lunch, had some drinks, did Shem Creek, lunch, drinks, walked out all the way to the docks, saw the fishing boats. All of these types of things. So just really had a great vacation. That's how we kicked it off. It was fun. Um, we uh, do we do we didn't really do anything in Wild Dunes. We we rented bikes and did bike rides around the island. Um, you know, just your typical family vacation and it was really great. It was a great way to kind of kick off summer break for the kids. They'd only been out of school for a week. So we gave it. We they got out of school. We had a, they had a week, and then we went right into um, family vacation, which was fantastic. We come home week or so later. We celebrate the Fourth of July again. Previous episode on the channel here on the podcast. We talked about Fourth of July, how it's my favorite holiday of the entire year. I am a summer kid. That's why I was born in the summer, August first, nineteen eighty four. And I just always love summer, and 4th of July has just become more and more special to me as we've become ingrained in our neighborhood here and have friends here, and we do the big fireworks, and just go and listen to the podcast, okay? It's a few episodes back. Go check it out. 4th of July, favorite holiday. So we have the 4th of July. We get to celebrate that. That's, you know, a great kickoff also to summer for a lot of people, the celebration of that, everything around it. We had Harrison's birthday in July, so the youngin turned seven, you know, be, get, be going into first grade this year. The oldest is going into fifth grade this year, so we have some milestones. Last year of elementary school, this is Harrison's last year with Nolan ever in school again. The, the, the age gap and the grade gap, they will never be in school again after this. So it's a special year also for Lindsay and I to see them in school together. 
Uh, we had we celebrated my birthday. I talked about that turning thirty nine. Um, not make a big deal out of it. Didn't do anything crazy or special. Hopefully that'll be for next year for forty, a milestone birthday. The kids they had camps. Um, we sent them to camp throughout the summer for a few weeks. A few weeks on, week or so off, a few weeks back on, and it was a good way for them to. Um, be out of the house, not be in front of their iPads or TV all day and got to make new friends, got to have some of their friends from the neighborhood go to these same camps. And that was great for them. Nolan went to overnight camp for the third year in a row. He absolutely loves it. Uh, It's a great experience for him. This year was the first year that he rode the bus out there. That way we didn't have to drive him off and drop him off because I will say, Experiencing that after two years, I will tell you, taking your kid to camp and doing the drop-off, yes, some parents love it, but I'm telling you, if they offer a bus, do the bus because you drive all the way out there and the camps want the kids to get in, settled in, and they want the parents out, right? Because they don't want parents lingering around. If kids are uncomfortable, you don't want them crying and not wanting to stay. It's like when you drop your kid off at daycare, right? Like, Don't stick around. You're making the teacher's life harder. Your kid's crying, just walk away. Your kid will stop crying eventually because your kid's going to realize, okay, mom or dad's not coming back. This is it. And they start getting into that routine. So it's the same thing with camp. So with overnight camp, we drop him off. And I'm not kidding. It's like, okay, you've made his bed. He's unpacked. Get out. Which is fair, right? For the counselors, it's fair for everybody at the camp. It's fair for the kids, too, because you're lingering around. You don't need to be there. If you're willing to put your kid in overnight camp, you should be willing enough to leave. And so, therefore, after two years of doing that, of driving all the way out there to the mountains of North Carolina and dropping them off in 10 minutes and driving home, I said, dude, why don't you just take the bus? It's more convenient for me and your mom. You're a seasoned vet. You don't, the counselors will help you if you need it. And you're good. And he was like, yeah, you're right. So did that, loved it, came home on the bus, loved it as well. Um, just a great experience. And so we have that. My oldest is also now into, he comes up to me a couple of weeks ago and he's like, can we go geocaching? And I'm like, geocaching? What the fuck is geocaching? Um, and so we go geocaching. There is a, There is an app. Um, there's an app. Let me pull it up on my phone. What the heck is it called? Again, not fully prepared. Hold on. Got to go to the folder. Okay. It's called geocaching. G-E-O-C-A-C-H-I-N-G. Geocaching is the app. And geocaching is an outdoor recreational activity in which participants use a GPS receiver or mobile device and other navigational techniques to hide and seek containers called geocaches or caches at specific locations marked by coordinates all over the world. And this app has geocaches all over the world. Now you can get the free version or you can pay. Right now we're just doing the free version and it's been a cool little fun thing for the family to do. So they're on hiking trails They're near businesses. Some can be big. Some can be small. And what you also do is there's paper inside of them. You write your name, the date you found them. You also on the app let people know that you found it and if it was a good hiding place. And some of them are as small as containers that hold just like a house key. And some are as big as, you know, 
an Amazon box and it has stuff in it. So we got into that. We've been doing that kind of every other weekend. We go for about an hour and we go and see if we can find these geocaches all around the uh, the area, which has been which has been fun. It's been a good fun activity for the family. It's been something to entertain the kids for an hour or so, if, especially on the weekends when there's no sports and they're sitting around. And if we don't go to the country club, to the pool, or we don't have um, a soccer tournament or a baseball game again, which you know will kick more so up in the fall. It's been something fun to do. So we did that. Uh, we've been doing that. Um, had a couple of good date nights with Lindsay throughout the summer, which um, I, I always enjoy. It's always great to spend time with your spouse. We did, uh, if you live in the Charlotte area or if you're planning on visiting, uh, we highly suggest um, Margot in Pineville. It is a wine bar uh, and pizza place. So they make St. Louis-style pizza, which I had never had before. Very thin, more of like a crackery crust-type pizza. It's in downtown Pineville, old renovated uh, building, really good. The menu's fantastic. Um, Let's see. I will pull up what I got. We did a charcuterie board. Big fans of charcuterie. And Lindsay got the... I got the Sicilian, which is Italian sausage, pepperoni, black olives, green peppers, red onions, and she got the pizza de Maui, the pineapple and prosciutto. It was really good. The service was great. It is busy. I will tell you, get yourself a reservation if you're planning on going to Margot. Do not just walk up and expect to get in there. I don't even care if it's a Wednesday night. I'm sure they're busy probably nightly we got a reservation i used google assist so if you use google and type in Margot, you can actually reserve through google assist which i thought was pretty cool because they don't open until later they're they're really only open for dinner so i didn't want to sit around and wait and call google assist takes care of that for you so they let you know what times they have available already and then once the place is open or they know someone's there they will quote unquote call and set the reservation for you for free. They text you, let you know that the reservation has been taken care of. I had never used it before. Many of you have probably used it, but either way I'd use it for this one and it was fantastic. Really good, easy. Didn't have to make the phone call. Didn't have to wait till six o'clock when they were open to call them when I'm sure they're busy, but you know, we got the reservation. We did that. And then after dinner, we went to Kitts Trackside, which is also in um, downtown Pineville. And it is um, a bottle shop, basically. Uh, Craft beer. You can buy individual beers. You can make your own six-packs. You can buy eight beers, nine, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, They also have a bar and outside sitting area. And it was a... It's really cool. It's our second time going there, and they have some really good beers. And uh, the bartender is really knowledgeable, and you know you can you don't have to get a twelve ounce or a sixteen ounce. You can get eight ounce beers, which is great too, especially if you're drinking IPAs or double IPAs or any uh, stouts or anything like that. But really cool place. It's a craft beer tap room and bottle shop, specializing in local, regional, and national craft beers. 
beer, not beards, craft beers, meads, and ciders. Really cool. So that was a date night for us. We also have a place in the Ballantyne area that we really like to go to. Um, and, and funny enough, um, both of these places make pizza. Obviously, Margot is the place that does, that's what they do. They are a wine and pizza bar. Um, the other place is an Italian restaurant. It is not um, a pizza restaurant, but it's an Italian restaurant. Zinicola, it's an Italian restaurant. They do um, fire pizza, fired pizza right in front of you at the bar. That's one of our also favorite places to go. We've done a couple date nights. We've done it with the kids before. I took my mom there for Mother's Day. But, you know, we sat at the bar once again doing what we do. We got a charcuterie board, ordered some pizzas. Again, it's called Zinicola. It's in Ballantine Village in South Charlotte. If you're in and around the area, I highly suggest you check it out. The menu is fantastic. You have the open kitchen atmosphere. You have a small bar area, probably seats about 10 or 12 people. The bartender is extremely nice. The pizza oven is right there, right in front of you, so you get to see your pizza being made. Um, just a good good uh, place to go and eat and have a good date night in the area. So we did a few date nights. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll go real quick over what, what we got there. So, again, we did the anti-pasto platter small, which is a charcuterie board. Lindsay got the sausage and broccoli rob pizza. I got the prosciutto pizza, which is tomato, mozzarella, parmesan, arugula, and prosciutto. Both fantastic. I've had the sausage and broccoli rob before. It's also fantastic. Tomato, mozzarella, ricotta, garlic, parmesan. You like the uh, accent there too. You're welcome. Uh, I'm just not a southern boy here. I can I can also throw in a little uh, Italian accent when needed. But they have salads they have appetizers they have pastas and risottos they have entrees it's a really good place to go um not overly expensive and really enjoy it they also when the weather is nice they also have an outdoor bar to where you can sit at the outdoor bar or tables outside as well so those were our a few of our date nights a few of our highlights as you would say um we started travel soccer. Transitioning on now, going to Nolan, we, we started travel soccer. He made a travel team. We had our first tournament. Uh, a little growing pains for the team. This is the first time the team had ever played together, and they um, had only one practice before going and playing a tournament. So expectations from a parental perspective, especially someone who's played all the way through college sports-wise, my expectations were low. My expectations were, let's see how this team does. I'm not expecting much from them, and that's fine by me. I don't really need to expect much from them. I just want to make sure that they improve and that they have a good time. And they did. Started off first game, beat pretty decently. Second game, beat not as bad. Third game, almost tied. Okay, we're making improvements. And as they get better throughout the fall, this is a team that plays all through the fall and all through the spring. So they're going to play together now for the next nine months. Um, that'll be extremely helpful for them. 
and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing their growth. They've already gotten better through one tournament. Let's see how well they do moving forward. It's what Nolan's wanted to do. He, he is not playing baseball anymore. Um, unfortunately for me, I would love to have seen him play baseball. He was on the challenge team, which is like a traveling team for our little league. So he was talented enough to do that type of stuff. But his heart is at, at soccer, so that's what we're doing. He wanted to pursue the travel soccer. We asked him to. You know, we, He said if he wasn't going to make the travel team that he would have done baseball in the fall and soccer in the spring. Well, he made the team, and he uh, he decided that he's going to go fully in on soccer right now, and we'll see. And um, if that's what he wants to do, I support him. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. And we ended the summer with a, uh, let's call it a family trip. Don't want to call it a vacation. We're going to call it a family trip because we didn't go anywhere. Uh, our, our entire family on my side came here to Charlotte, my brother, his wife, two kids came from Seattle. My oldest brother, his wife from Boston. My sister, her husband, her, her four kids from Greensboro. They all came down to Charlotte and we rented a house. We had one of our nephew's birthday parties at our country club. And that's just what we did. So again, to me, not a vacation. I took the time off from work to spend time with family, but it was a quote unquote family trip. More so for everyone coming into town rather than Lindsay and I. And I was joking with my boss when I came back. I said, you know, I need PTO from my va- my quote-unquote vacation. I need, I need time now to decompress from basically trying to entertain 18 people, um, which is not easy by any means. But that's how we kind of wrapped up quote-unquote summer break. We're in the last week of it for the kids Um, unfortunately the oldest has an ear infection coming out of the family trip. So the last week of summer for him hasn't started off great, but he's making improvements. We're getting there. This is going to be released Tuesday morning. So we're, we're right in the mix of it right now. He, he told us on Saturday night, maybe even Sunday morning that his ear hurts. So we're, we're kind of in the, hopefully heading towards the tail end of it. He's got his antibiotics and everything. So tough way for him to end summer break, but um, nevertheless, that's how we're ending it. And to be honest with you, the kids kind of have it made. They go to school for a week. So you're going to learn about, you know, your classmates, your teachers, everything. First week of school is kind of a, let's say a write off, right? They're just trying to figure out, you know, operating rhythm again. And then we go into Labor Day weekend. So they have a one full week of school. And then the next week, then they go right into a three day weekend. So I don't feel overly bad for them. They still have a long weekend ahead of them, which is great. They have this week and this weekend. They still have time. But that's kind of our summer recap right there. You know, starting off in Isle of Palm, ending with a family trip and a week to kind of decompress before school starts. And in a blink of an eye, it's done. You have a couple birthdays, my parents' anniversary, my father-in-law's birthday, my best friend's birthday. Uh, Pete's, one of my other best friends, Pete's birthday is at the end of this month. My birthday, kids camps, we're doing geocaching now, some travel soccer, some date nights, 4th of July, you know, all of that amongst everything else that we're doing, working, being a family, friends, hanging out, golfing, going to the pool, whatever it was. That's what the summer break was, and we, uh, we're coming to a close of it. 
Is it depressing for me? Of course it is. I love summer. I don't want summer to end. I don't want uh, it to go by as fast as it does. But when things go by fast, that means we're busy. That means we're having fun. That means we're engaged. And I'm okay with that. So that's our summer recap. As I mentioned before the episode, please leave us a review. Please leave us a like. Comment on the podcast. That is how we grow. That is how we know that you like the content that we're putting out. And as always, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan DeFaber. This is Two Cents Worth. This was my two cents on my summer break. Have a great one.